Welcome back to the 59th Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Guy Patterson. And tonight, we bring on a very, very special guest, former co-host of a show, none other than Michael the Hammer Capiz. Mike, thanks for coming on. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> like we say, hey guys, thanks for the viewership. Podcast is going strong. Episode 79 tonight. And uh, just want to say thanks for everyone for listening, keeping it rolling. And I'm starting this off. We're, you know, in the car, actually currently heading over to the casino. And a lot has happened with baseball. A lot has happened. A lot has happened since I've last talked with the Hammer. And I'm just going to swing this over to Mike. And I want to hear your first initial reactions to the biggest uh, trade of the deadline, in your opinion. And Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, the, the, Jordan the Montgomery of the Cardinals. And first of all, uh, we are Yankee fans, so I do want to jump into that. I guess we can do it now. How do you feel about uh, Montgomery going to the Cardinals and I, losing an arm? Lefty. I uh, honestly think that Brian Cashman had another trade set up with another team when he traded him. The other team, in my opinion, had to pull out because there's no way Brian Cashman would have left a big hole in the rotation like that. Really? And you not, think it was like a faulty my, thing or something? I think they had a deal with someone and they pulled out at the last second. I don't think they would have traded I mean, someone. Look who, look who we got for the Yanks, though. To Harry, the best defensive center fielder in baseball. So you think this is this is Judge is not going to center anymore? You think? I mean, I think he'll play center, but I think Harrison Bader. If you're going to take Judge or him in center, you're going to take the guy who's won a Gold Glove in center field. You're going to take the guy who should have won Gold Gloves in right field and put so, him in there. Okay, so we're you know speaking Yankees. Give me your outfield starting for let's call John Carl healthy. What what is the outfield? Uh, I still have John Carl on on in the DH. So who do you have in left? Left uh, and your Benintendi. So we just not so all right. So basically, you're saying Carpenter is on the bench. You have Benintendi. You have that's where it gets tough. Bader in center, and then you have Judge in right with Stan DHing. What do you have? Carpenter on the bench well, and Hicks on the bench. I I, I don't know because how can we have Carpenter? You have on a the lot bench? of things. I think Donaldson's gonna end up being the odd man out. What do you mean by that? I think he's going to end up seeing some bench time. I think you're going to have DJ playing third, Glaber playing second. You're going to have IKF, IKF short. Is incredible, by the way. I love IKF. Aww. Especially at the plate, inside-out hitter. Oh, my God. Then first you're going to have Rizzo. And I, I, it's going to be tough for Carpenter to get at-bats, even though no matter how good he's played, they're going to try to find him for him. I'm sure I just personally, you know, and I, who do you think behind the plate? No. Are you going Higashi? No, or are you going? Trevino. All day. What's with, Judd, uh, with Cole not throwing to Trevino in the last four starts? It doesn't you know anything about that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. His ERA with Higashioka is way higher uh-huh. than it is with uh, Trevino. And, um, I just have what? no idea why that's, like, a thing right now, you know? He was pitching so well with Trevino. I don't know why uh, Boone switched it off. Uh, obviously confusing. So, I'll, I'll tell you this now. You say that that's your outfield and you have Carpenter on the bench. I personally would love to see, in my personal opinion... The all-star left fielder starting in left in John Carlos Stanton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think that could be a given with most people. Uh, center field, I'm going to go Aaron Judge. And right field, I'm going to go Joey Gallo. <laughs> How do you feel about Joey Gallo leaving, by the way? It was time. Dodgers, though? It was time. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care. How do the Dodgers pick up Joey Gallo? I don't know. They like, got, what listen, is they I, I praise him. Brian Cashman for that. He like, picked up. He picked up a solid, solid prospect. Prospect, yeah. The guy throws 101 miles an hour, 
at 23 years old. I just don't understand Gallo, like, the whole experiment with him and how it took so long. Like, they're showing highlights of him striking out the Diaz. Like, it's just, like, brutal watching him. Yeah, it was tough. But, you know, back to my what my right field would be. I mean, we could throw it up. I mean, you know, Bader, everyone's saying, oh, he's the best defensive center, you know, center fielder in the league. If that's the case, throw him in center, judge and right. But I just feel like you need Carpenter out there. and Or at least not in the field. But I feel like you need Carpenter in the lineup. In the play. And I don't want Benintendi in the lineup. Or Hicks. Hicks, I think uh, we both have out. Nah. And 0 for ben, 25. Benintendi's a guy you got to have in there. You feel like Benintendi right now over Carpenter, though? He's got a 385 will be paid. You put him, slot him in at the top of the lineup. You have DJ batting one, or him batting Don't one. Don't take away the three hundred plus D- average from Carpenter, though. Yeah, but DJ, DJ, and Benintendi, one and two. We can inter- uh, interchange either one of them. Then you have Judge following them. Two guys really high OBP. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, you, you get Judge up. It's uh, it's tough not to not to do that. I mean, it's tough. You know, I want to swing around a couple different things on this episode tonight. I think we have uh. Oh, yeah, Benny right over here to our left as we're driving, meeting up over at the casino. But let me ask you this. I've been watching a lot of, you know, little documentaries on old Yankee teams. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and all, all of sorts. Now, this might be a hot take to bring up on the podcast, but I feel like we have to. Now, I've really dove deep into Babe Ruth and seeing his numbers. And, of course, it's a different game. But, you know, the Babe career batted like four, four, no, 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 excuse me, 346. Four. Yeah, yeah, 346. <laughs> Ty Cobb. Three, it was Ty Cobb. He batted 346, 714 home runs, had a hundred, almost a hundred wins as a pitcher, mm-hmm. 90 wins as a pitcher. How, you know, he has to be considered one of the greatest players one of, the of greatest. all time, right? You know what I'm saying? I just want you to touch on that it's a little very, bit. It's very, How do you translate errors? You can't. Okay, talk it, a little bit about It's that. completely different. I mean, in the 1920s, you didn't have guys throwing 101 and then throwing a 92-mile-an-hour slider. The ground. It was a 92-mile-an-hour slider. You're the best pitcher on earth. Yeah. Uh, not 92-mile-an-hour fastball. You're the best yeah. pitcher on earth in 1927. Uh, like 27, yeah. Like, uh, you can't really compare it. Now, you're going to talk about equipment. He was swinging a bat that weighed more than him. <laughs> 44 outs, <laughs> tree yeah, lumber. It was literally a uh, tree stung. I just feel like if, but if we're bringing up the fastball instant, you know, instance for this, obviously I don't think he hits it first at bat, second at bat. But if you give Babe Ruth a no, couple at bats, I don't think so. Mike, if, if you give him to cat, time to catch up to it. I don't think so. I, I do. Because why? why if, and first of all, the, ball, the ball's going to go further. If you look And at, he's playing in a bigger ballpark. If you put him in today's game and you give him today's equipment and today's training well, that's you know what I'm saying yeah, Ruth, that's anyone though no you give anyone what happens if you put Adam Adovino in 1920 Adam Adovino would strike him out on three pitches I don't have think you, so have you, not, have you never listened to Adam Adovino I don't think so I think Adam Adovino in 1920 if we're using the debate of now we're going to give Adam Adovino the that type of training and they're going to well, be drinking beers and eating hot dogs and all the stuff smoking Adam Ad- and smoking cigarettes in the dugout and if, you know they, they, the league isn't even integrated I well, mean, yeah, but then, I'm then, telling then, you right now that's why he's you, not doing what he's doing that's why you can't compare errors exactly because you, you can't you can't do an if like uh-huh. oh if which Jacob leads DeGrom, me to my point though with why then if we're not comparing errors you know Babe Ruth wouldn't be up there with my trap, because I think it goes by skill set too. It's 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 a different thing. You can what? Say, how does Babe Ruth not have the skill set? Well, you look at someone like a Mike Trout. He 
plays the game in every single way possible. I know you're about to say, oh, Babe Ruth pitched. Yes, I understand that he pitched. That's a completely different time where they didn't care about the time. We're, we're not bringing up time period. No, no, no. I, yeah, but let me let me talk. So you're bringing up an uh, – I'm bringing up – I'm saying this because in the 1920s, they didn't care about if you threw 700 innings in a year. You threw complete Correct. games every single time. Mike Trout does these things today with – Less opportunity than Babe Ruth were to do it with. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. I just sense. feel like, obviously, I completely understand certain points that you make, and I could straight up say a guy like Mike Trapp. I mean, I could say a guy like DeGrom, best of all time with skill sets are in the conversation. You can, of course, you'll say Mike Trout 100%. You can debate that Jacob DeGrom has had the best prime of any pitcher. Oh, ever. of course. Maybe but not the best My career, point but... of what I'm saying is that we cannot leave out, and of course, when I say favorite player of all time, I'm never going to be like, oh, Babe Ruth. I, we never saw Babe Ruth play. That's why I really don't like to bring up guys like Bonds and Griffey because, of course, really the political that. answer to say is the greatest hitter of all time is Barry Bonds or Babe Ruth is a home run, real home run, Aaron. But what I'm saying is I try to base it off guys that we've seen. And back to the Babe Ruth point, I never saw him play. We've seen Mike Trout play. That's why it's very easy for us to be like Mike Trout 100%. But when you look at this legend of Babe Ruth and what he did, I feel like he definitely. So, in your opinion, Alex Rodriguez, in my in my like your opinion, from, Alex what I've seen, from what I've seen, yes. is number one all time. From what I've seen, obviously, I can't give me a couple say, reasons why. I mean, look at the guy's numbers. He has okay. six hundred ninety-six home runs. Mm-hmm. It still boggles my mind. He didn't come back just to hit four more. Uh, Literally, I saw that stat. Guy has three MVPs, three thousand hits. Was gold, one of the gloves, gold glove. Yeah, but we're not even hand. talking about defense. Yeah. Oh, we're talking heading, exactly. Yeah. I mean, who else would you want coming to the plate? So you would say a rock. Him, Albert Pujols. So Pujols is two for you. Yes, Miguel Cabrera. I mean, Miggy recently just had his uh, three thousand hit, which was uh, was a line drive to opposite field. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. So yeah, uh, this might be a bold one, but just how he's killed the Yankees forever, David Ortiz. Okay. Pure. I'm talking pure hitters. Wow. David Ortiz. Okay. And five. See, that's that's a tough. One. How have you not brought up Mike Trout? Because Mike Trout's not just a pure hitter. But still, and just generally, you're not gonna put him in that conversation. No, I because I think they're better, better hitters. He's just the better overall player than everyone. He does everything. Okay. That's overall I, player. Obviously yes. Obviously. All right. So hitters, we've been talking. So all right. Obviously, a good list so far. Um, Who would be if you had to throw more, one more in? Go Kevin Jeter. Uh, you think Jeter could be on that list or no? No, because I'm not going to say it because you haven't seen the episode of The Captain yet. Yes, correct. I have not seen but I, I'm not gonna say. I'm not going to say what I want to say. Okay. But they made a good point. Yeah. In the, or it was actually Speaking A-Rod of Jeter, what was his career average? I think it was like 300 or 310. So he was, he like was over three. I think so. I believe so. That's pretty solid. Come on, Hammer. Uh, so it would be five. Wow. Guys uh, going a little fast over here on the, uh, yeah, the, on the shoulder. The bike lean. You know, I'll tell you this. While you think of that number five, and you haven't mentioned him, what about Ichiro Suzuki? I can easily put him in there. I think Ichiro has. I, to be I on think that, list. that actually might be it. He probably could be number one. I was just trying to think of like like guys. Ichiro is fourth. Well, the thing hits. is, the thing is though, with Ichiro and I'm trying not to quote the captain here, just, but it's just the same quote thing. It. So what A Rod had said to Jeter 
uh, about Jeter, which kind of like tarnished their friendship a little bit, was he was not the guy in the Yankees lineup that you were afraid of facing. Because he wasn't the guy that was going to hit the home runs against you. He said it was like the Bernie Williams, the Paul O'Neills. Like, those were the guys that you couldn't make a mistake to. If you made a mistake to Jeter, he would hit a line drive single. Yeah. He would hit a line drive single. That's kind of the same thing. That's kind of the same thing as Ichiro. Uh Like, Ichiro, you weren't afraid of him hitting the long ball. You were afraid of him hitting a lacing single. I mean, but think about what Jeter did on his last career game. He got that walk-off hit. Like, Jeter's still a walk-off guy, you know? Yeah, of course. But if you're two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, you're up by, or tie game, I'll say, who would you rather uh, face, Jeter or David Ortiz? Probably Pop. Oh, no, Jeter, because Poppy's going to do pull more. Out. Yeah, yeah, he's going to pull out. If we're saying, if we're talking just a man on third, no outs, probably Jeter. I would, yeah. He's, he's, yes. You know. Let me lead this right into my next episode, a uh, little feature, and that is none other than Rapid Fire. Little time to blow in the background as we approach our landing spot. So this is our fan favorite for the podcast. I've had a lot of good reviews on it and feedback, which I thank you guys for. And Mike, you know how it works. So I'm going to throw a couple questions at you, and we're going to finish up. And that is Applebee's or B Dubs? Applebee's. Bohemia or Lake Grove? Bohemia. New York or Florida? New York. Florida or Texas? Texas. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburgers. Marinara or Alfredo? Oh, my. Marinara, ew. New to what? What? New to what? Alfredo sauce. It's disgusting. Vegas or California? Vegas. And last but not least, I have one more. Jets, Rangers, Yankees in order. Favorite? Jets, Rangers, Yankees? Let's hear it. Yankees, Rangers, Jets. All right, folks. So that's going to wrap us up. I'm going to shake the hand of the co-host here tonight. Thank you, Michael, for coming on. And, uh, guys, have a great night. And stay tuned as our next episode is a very special number 80. So take care and set sail.